Hello and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for um, Sunday, December 20th, uh, 2020, broadcasting from the basement here in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. It's about five o'clock on Sunday. It is, of course, dark outside. We've just returned from um, a not super pleasant um, afternoon of errands in the vehicle. Um, Oliver was in a uh, mood where he got annoyed quickly and easily, and he kind of didn't stop talking for um, an hour and a half. So there was that. We went to uh, pick up some Beyblades for him that some other parent was giving away. Uh, We went to Ikea to get some of those like hot new rainbow bags they have, plastic bags that are like reusable that people seem to love that are new this year because I see it around the neighborhood and my niece wants one. So we got one for her and um, we also got these, it's the classic like register item, but if you know those big blue Ikea bags that people use for moving and all that sort of thing and you know carrying big loads, they now sell tiny versions that are literally like four inches wide. It's like a dollhouse version of it. And I can't imagine that they're useful, but we bought four of them. Um, So anyway, um, yeah, so, and then we went to Burger King because he wanted to drive on the highway and that gave us an excuse. And we have been addicted to Burger King's Impossible Whoppers, like the Impossible Burger Whopper. So we had that. And here we are back at home and I was worried about parking the car because of all the snow and this and that, but... We ended up parking in the exact same spot that I that we left from, which is nice, which is um, on the block out front. Uh, so here we are, and now I am drinking a. Um, oh, I guess we'll do the beer part first this week. Um, and I hate myself IPA from Three's Brewing, um, which is a pretty standard. It's a crisp IPA. It's like. Um, Getting close to hazy, although I can't look at it right now because it's in the can, but it's just got a nice, it's pretty strong and it's got a nice crisp bite, which is actually a very threes um, style characteristic. So it's excellent. Um, We just bought the movie The Grinch 2018, the really pretty good animated version with Benedict Cumberbatch. And Oliver is currently watching that upstairs and hopefully that has calmed down his um, anger, uh, which is why I could sneak away down here and do this. Uh, So... Yeah, so that was today. Um, I guess I'll just, I can go back reverse chronologically. What did we do this weekend? Uh, yesterday I went to Bar Great Harry and met my co-worker, um, Michael, and we had uh, two beers and that was nice. And then picked up dinner at East Wind Snack Shop to take home. East Wind is the excellent Asian place um, on Smith Street, that Chinese that does good pot stickers and dumplings and... Uh, I only know about it because it's local, but I guess it's uh, it's foodie approved. It's the kind of place where it's like on eater lists and all that. It's um, Oh my gosh, it's so good. Uh, personally, I can't eat much of it at nighttime because it really sits heavy in my stomach. It's not light food, but boy, is it good. And uh, is that it? Yeah, it's just been like there was a snowstorm here, uh, as you know, probably on Wednesday night into Thursday morning. And Today was the first day I ran since the snowstorm because uh, I didn't want to run in the slush and it's kind of dangerous to do so. And uh, 
Um, and now it's like enough, enough of it has melted and it kind of gave my like legs a few days break for the first time since April. I haven't taken off more than one day in a row since um, early April. So I actually felt good. Um, I ran slowly today because I was avoiding wet spots and slush, but I could have kept going, but I just thought, ah, I finished. I wrapped it up at two and a half miles, which is uh, less than I usually do, but it was good for a first time back in a few days. Um, well, looking at my notes here, the um, the big news of the past few weeks since the last episode is that Oliver has gone back to school. I don't think he had gone back by the last time we talked, but anyway, he uh, he enrolled in the you know the, in, in New York City's like what they say is last window of the school year to do in person learning, and it went from hybrid to five days a week, except that there's no staffing for five days a week. So it's in effect hybrid learning. He's in a cohort and he goes two or three days a week. And my goodness, like the change in happiness and uh, willingness and enthusiasm is night and day. And he did not like remote school. He did not like a huge remote class. Um, And the difference between that and going back to in school and he just really loves it. And on the days where he's home, there aren't Zooms to do for classes. He still does some um, therapy Zooms, but uh, those are much easier to handle because he enjoys those for the most part. But the classes were always difficult to do on Zoom. Um, So that's over. And that provided uh, some relief to the household here (laughs) in general, not just Oliver. But um, we'll see if that lasts, Um, even though he's not scheduled to go to school tomorrow in school on Monday, but... Um, his school had a second positive test within seven days, so they are um, by rule forced to close for 24 hours tomorrow. So that stinks for the other cohort who were going to have a day in school and now have to stay home. But anyway, the big news is school has started in person for Oliver again, and he is super happy, and we are super happy, and what a relief. Um, and he loves it. Uh, let's see what else is going on. It's Christmas time. It's holiday time. Uh, Hanukkah has passed. Christmas is coming up this week. Um, Oliver is super excited for the holidays this year, more so than usual. Even, um, I don't know why, um, he likes gifts, but that really isn't it. It's more just, he likes, as he says, awesome Christmassy stuff. So that's been going on. And, um, we got an artificial tree this year. I think I mentioned, and it has like 10 different lighting uh, lighting modes and he will only do the static uh, unblinking colored one. And I like white lights and so there's always this like he will change it as soon as he sees that I've changed it. So that's this running game that becomes somewhat annoying to me sometimes, but um, at least he's getting a kick out of this, out of this tree. Um, and the other interesting things are I actually went to some doctor appointments for the first time, like catching up. I went to the dentist for the first time in uh, 15 months, and it was it felt great to get my teeth cleaned. <laughs> my mouth felt awesome. Uh, they, they, they said my teeth looked great. Uh, they didn't even bother me about flossing, which is good because I have been flossing a lot. So it was an excellent trip to the dentist. And then I went to the eye doctor, for my annual checkup, and uh, who is here in, he's in Brooklyn Heights um, on Remsen Street, and he's just this guy, he's probably 
what is he, late 50s, uh, close to 60, and he's just this really soft-spoken, nice guy. If, if anyone local needs an eye doctor, I recommend this one. You can just reach out to me. But I asked him, what, I was like, how, how long have you been here? And he's like, I've been in this building since 1989. I was across the hall until 1994, and I moved over here. It's just like, wow, um, pretty cool. Uh, but So I went to the eye doctor, too. And uh, the only thing I've left to do is actually get a physical, which I haven't done in like two years. Um, so I need to get a physical lined up. Uh, my doctor is on the Upper West Side, which is like a little annoying now, but he is, I really like him, so I'm going to stick with that guy. Anyway, I'm just checking off all of these like medical things I should be going doing. Oh, and then um, got new glasses because it's like the end of the year with flex spending, benefits, et cetera. Um, and I got the new glass. I ordered the new glasses, ironically, like a week before I went to the eye doctor. But thankfully, he did not change my prescription. He said it's the same. So I have for the first time those clear frames, you know, clear plastic ones. So now I have one of those. Um, so I have that in the black glasses, and I just go back and forth. It's nice to have um, options, and they're the same prescription. So there's no weirdness going back and forth. Um, I have the progressives because I'm old, and now I love them. I'm a I'm a big supporter of progressive lenses. So if you think you might need them, I highly recommend them. I think they're fantastic. And let's see, is there anything else? Just been taking some days off because I'm using them up before the end of the year. Um, I haven't really been enjoying them as much as I wish I were because I still end up working um, uh, on some of the days and just, just seems like I can't turn off and relax it isn't so much the act doing the work it's the stressing out about things and it's just like um not enjoying the month as much as i would like but hopefully this week i have some more days off maybe that'll change um and i think with christmas coming up on friday maybe that'll put me in a better mood um and that's kind of like that's the big thing we went to industry city again last week uh just you know, it's like kind of indoor, outdoor in industry city. So we didn't really do too much shopping. Um, we bought some cars at Mr. Mrs. Boddington Studio, which is a nice like card shop and calligraphy type, you know, printing store boutique. And uh, that was nice. And did we buy even buy chocolate? I don't even think so. So these days it's just kind of passing the time with not really doing anything except passing the time, being alone, um, Oh, one thing, speaking of being alone, one thing I did that was nice earlier this week was on Tuesday, was it, that I I had a day off Tuesday, and um, Oliver has a therapist slash babysitter that comes over from, like, late late afternoon, so at 4.30, I went down to Bar Great Harry and met Pete, my friend Pete, and we just hung out and had two beers and talked, and in addition to being my band's label head and a fellow music person and a fellow neighbor, um, he's also a fellow parent at the school, and... So we did our usual gossiping about school matters as well as indie rock, as well as other similar such things. Um, and Sarah was bartending at Bar Great Harry. So it was just a nice little nice little evening. And I'm learning to dress up in, in more and more layers so that I'm not only not freezing when I'm sitting outside, but also like actually comfortable approaching hot. So um, that's nice. So I guess that's been the week. And how are we doing on time? Uh, it's been like nine or ten minutes. I'm not sure. Uh, move on to audio. Uh, let's see. Looking at my notes here. Well, 
one album I listened to a couple of weeks ago, which was great and was actually a hit in the car, was Seasonal Shift by Calexico, which is a brand new album. And it's a um, holiday album and it is fantastic and it sounds incredible. It's just produced like, oh, it's like, it sounds like a million bucks and it's just beautiful and it's a, exactly what you'd think a Calexico like Christmas holiday album sounds like. So if you think you're in the mood for that, I highly recommend it. Garcia Peoples released a uh, like 15 minute long improv jam that goes through several different sections. It's called Tomato Sessions, and that was fun to listen to. Um, I listened to the new Guided by Voices Styles We Paid For, which is excellent and also has, um, I think, some of Robert Pollard's best cover artwork in many years, even though it's always pretty good. Um, I also random list, randomly listened to Zeppelin Over China, their album from a couple of years ago, um, last week too. Uh, but you know, if, if you if you follow GBV at all, you know that they they have literally had I think five albums out in the last eighteen months or so. Um, so anyway, Styles we paid for the latest one is very good. I listened to the new Nils from Tripping um, Tripping with Nils from, which is a live album recorded at the Funk House in Berlin in 2018, and it is great. It's like a lot of his like you know piano, but also like augmented by his own uh, kind of like ambient and electronic sounds. Um, so it's very good. Oh, uh, Taylor Swift released another album, Evermore, also produced uh, and co-written with Aaron um, Dessner, and um, and this time like. Uh, uh, my pals are even more all over this, like Brian Devendorf, drum, actually drum drums, drum kit on a tra- on a track. Um, in addition to doing a lot of percussion and electronic beats, um, Josh Kaufman is on several songs and plays an incredible lab steel solo. Uh, several parts solos on them. What's it called? Cowboy something, cowboy like me. Um, oddly, I think by the way that Evermore is backloaded, like the second half is way better than the first half. And also it's like, since we're talking Taylor Swift, it's like they're all like kind of of single, you know, being released as a single, of single quality. It's like they're all in the back half. But, um, well, not all of them. I think that one song about um, Tis the Damn Season, I think is going to be a classic because it just is so many, so many people who are in college age are going to like relate to the lyrics of going home for the holidays and, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, the Champagne Problem song, which is track two, is also excellent and quite catchy. And I see that being um, a standard for her. But yeah, I really like the second half of the album. So it's just amazing that um, that Taylor Swift has made two records this year with um, with this crew. I am super thrilled for everyone involved. Um, McCartney 3, Paul McCartney 3, which is funny. It's an album that I think... Paul McCartney moved the date for, or Taylor Swift moved her date, and they were in cahoots because they didn't want to release them on the same day, which is smart. But um, I think Taylor Swift's is probably obviously the bigger deal. But I love this new Paul McCartney record. It's like it's like almost stoned out jammer rock, but also like pastoral, and it's just imbued with his pop and you know sense of melody. It's just fantastic. This is my favorite Paul McCartney album in many years. Uh, the first like half of it, especially, I think it kind of it kind of wanders a bit in the second half. But boy, uh, the first song is kind of weird. It's almost instrumental. It's like there are no vocals until like three minutes in, and then like tracks two through five are just this like it's like three or four classics in a row. I love it. I love it. I love it. Paul McCartney three or McCartney three, um, like I I I three. 
Uh, let's see. I listened to the Avalanche's new album, which is their first in four years, and I know nothing about the Avalanche's except that they're a big deal and people love them and they're gorillas like in the sense that they bring in these huge uh, blue blue chip guest stars. And I thought it was pretty good. Um, let's see. $75 bill, Live at Tubby's, the live album that came out um, a while ago, like months ago, uh, recorded in March in Kingston. Uh, $75 bill is a duo and sometimes augmented like they are on this release by like more musicians. And it's just kind of like improv based. I, I mean, I think there are songs that like, actually, I'm not sure if they have actual songs that they carry show to show. They probably do. Maybe they don't. But um, basically just jamming on these me- melody themes and it's pretty cool. It's um, You got to be in the mood for it. But um, Or if you're not in the mood for anything, it's a great thing to listen to also. Um, so it looks like that's those are the basic things I was listening to in the past um, few weeks. But I think I will I will think of McCartney three when I think of this of this week. Uh, that that was my favorite. Um, let's see books. Well, I finally started reading again. This isn't happening. Stephen Hyden's book about Kid A and like what Kid A means and the turn of the the millennium, the turn of the century for music. And man, it's great. If you even think you'll like this book, I think you'll love it. There's just a lot of talk about where um, the music industry was, where society was culturally, uh, what Kid A means as like sort of a one of the first albums to really like take advantage of the low key internet, um, which was soon to be not low key anymore. But um, yeah, I think I mentioned in a past life report that my company Heavy.com built the streaming player that like Capitol Records used as an embeddable player, which was not a common thing back then that housed Kid A. And that summer of, that late summer of 2000, I, I, I heard I heard the first five seconds of everything in its right place hundreds of times because my friend Ryan Honey next door, next door to me at the desk was um, constantly te- saving and then playing and testing. Uh, so I got to the point halfway through the book where, where um, Steve actually like mentions the iBlip player, which... I can't remember if that's what we called it or if Capitol Records called it that. It's mildly familiar, but anyway, I just know it as that player. Um, But anyway, that book is outstanding. And then, uh, is there anything else to say? Other than that, I can talk about, I talked about beer already. Oh, just that one beer. Um, The only other beer of note in the past couple of weeks is I bought um, some more Finback. Gavat, I think it was called, G-A-V-O. Double T E, um, just a hazy like eight percent Finback. They're really good. That's a good like Finback is good at the eight to nine percent hazy IPAs because um, they have like a kind of spicy bite. I've noticed, so I'm into those. Um, still into dark beers. This has been the winter of dark beers for me for the first time in a long time, and I'm saving my final threes dark beers. I still have one more sound of exclamation, the barley wine, which I'll try to get more of um, this week, I guess, and. Uh, I got to get back to Wild East. I bought some second Encore. I got a four-pack. That was a few weeks ago. Um, but yeah, so much good beer around here. And I guess that is it. Is that it? Looking at my list here. Um, guess that's it. Well, same old thing every day. Uh, anyway, I guess this will be the last episode. Maybe I'll do one New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Uh, but anyway... There won't be one before Christmas. There'll be one maybe by the end of next week. Well, I hope everyone has had a happy Hanukkah and I hope everyone is going to have a Merry Christmas and I hope everyone gets through this 
bizarre, unusual holiday season without wanting to, I don't know, pull their hair out or like I often do, or just, I don't know, get outside and yeah, get outside and walk around and all the vaccine stuff is very good news. So at least that's coming down the pike. Uh, I am still scared about Trump in the last month that he's in office, but hopefully that will not amount to too much um, more. Anyway, well, on that note, this has been the Conrad Life Report episode 56. It is 5.23 in the afternoon um, here in the basement in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Uh, Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, take care, and talk soon. Bye.